What happened here? It may be very difficult for you to know what happened here.
looks like a what are we in it, it sounds like Moroccan disco where are we you know about having fun right what would I be doing on Mars come on in
I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. You think there's been a mistake? I don't know what you're talking about. feel about this situation? How do you really feel about this situation? I don't really know. You're probably wondering how you'll ever return home. I'm sorry to tell you I didn't tell you the truth. This is not Mars. This is not Mars. I want you to recall what happened. Well, sir, or whatever you are, I I don't recall. You don't recall? No, as I said, I don't recall. It's a pity that you don't recall. Why is it a pity that I don't recall? I asked you a question. You can't get an answer in this place.
Maybe I know more than what I said. It seems that crimes were committed. Are you saying that I'm a criminal? We just want to make sure that you do what is expected of you. Do you think you can do that? What is expected of me? It seems there is unfinished business. Business that must be taken care of. Something did happen to me. Yes. Something did happen to you. give you another chance. Do you think you can do your duty? Who is she? Why does she keep appearing in so many different forms? don't seem to have the proper motivation. Are you going to let me out of here? Hey! Who are you? You look like a shadow. I've had time to think about it. I will do as you say. So you do remember our arrangement, after all? I do remember that, yes. Are you quite sure you see things differently? This time I will do exactly as you say. It seems your contract is expired. Just let me out and I'll do exactly as you say. Promise. Hey, where'd you go? Come back here. Hey, wait a second. 
about death. Anyway, uh, a little prelude here. Everything is done here on for a reason. Even if, you know, people don't understand or, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's, people, really the best way to listen in here is just realize there's nothing in here sonically that isn't for some reason. Okay, they have as king over them the angel of the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in the Greek is called Apollyon. And then in Exodus it says, For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel, on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. And no grumbling. Similar to the golden calf people, because as some did grumble, and they were destroyed by the destroyer. And to Davos, you are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies." Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit and the great chain. And he seized the dragon, 
that ancient serpent who was called the devil and Satan and bound him for a thousand years and threw him into the pit and shut it and sealed it over him so that he might not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be released for a little while. And the great beast was captured, and with it the false prophet, who in its presence had done the signs by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were thrown alive in the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. And the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star fallen from heaven to earth, and he was given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. And now you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of the dawn, how you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. Sheol is naked before God, and Abaddon has no covering. And the woman that you saw is the great is the great city that has dominion over the kings of the earth. Abaddon and death say, we have heard a rumor of it with our ears. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by the prophet Daniel standing in the holy place, understand I'll take it from here. Understand that uh, it's time to prepare for this uh, great uh, change. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. For that would be a fire that consumes as far as Abaddon, and it would burn the root of all my increase. As for the beast that was and is not, it is a eighth, uh, but it 
belongs to the seven, and it goes to destruction. So the eighth would be, it's like God. But goes, I've got a couple more here. With regard to the works of man, by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth, with their armies gathered to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against the army. And then, uh, you know, if you go through contextually, you have these, you know, armies arrayed and, you know, obviously they have an army. And they worship the dragon, for he had given his authority to the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, who is like the beast and who can fight against him? And when they finish their testimony, the beast that rises from the bottomless pit will make war on them. That and, and conquer and kill them. And I will grant authority to my two witnesses that they will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. You yourselves, like living stones, are being li- built up as a spiritual house to be a holy, a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. And Judas hanged himself. And you, son of man, be not afraid of them, nor be afraid of their words, though briars and thorns are with you, and you sit on scorpions. Be not afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks, for they are a rebellious house. You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark and deep, By your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face, and I was dismayed. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers.
and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And then the angel came down. The angel having the key to the bottomless pit. A lot of people think, you know, they immediately think of uh, CERN in Switzerland. I have no disagreement with that. I just think that um, anything physical has got nothing to do with what's going on, though, ultimately. So a physical, um, you know, abomination that they worship in the Temple of CERN in Switzerland, and that Davos is in Switzerland. So this must uh, be, you know, pertaining. And I don't do these things lightly, you know. I mean, usually, you know, we talked about, you know, some fun kinds of warnings, you know, where, where yeah, I could sit here and talk about, uh, you know, some of the silly news going on, the Andrew Tate thing, you know, a few days before it happened, and the, the stove. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, those are silly things. The discernment, those are silly things. But this is something very deep, very bad. And so the warning goes out to Davos that I, I know how arrogant you are. And I see how far above death you feel that you are. And I see that you believe that nobody can touch you. In fact, I know that you hired 5,000 of the Swiss Guards. I don't think the audiences out there know about the Swiss Guard. The Swiss Guard was um, at the height of their prominence during the French Revolution and at other times. The Swiss Guard has always been um, the finest guarding um, you know, uh, army, if you will, uh, of all time. The Swiss Guard is regarded as the highest level. There are 5,000 Swiss Guard uh, of the Swiss Guards guarding the uh, Davos proceedings. You know, I don't care if it's 10,000, the warning goes out from the Lord. And those of you who want to play trickery or whatever, it's not my opinion um, that counts. You know, it's it's when God is moving, he's doing something, and I am led to speak it. I don't proclaim anything about myself, except I, you know, ask for the Lord to make me, you know, accurate so that I can be ignored. <laughs> and so... These 5,000 guards, you could have 10,000. It wouldn't really matter if the Lord is going to move against. But when, when the Lord moves against, it's not like you think, like, oh, they're in Davos. I mean, I made a quip on somebody's, uh, you know, on their social media. Since that, I'm having a hard time with social media because it's, it's crisscrossing in my, um, you know, in my process of uh, cognition and existence. And, uh, you know, becoming, uh, I tried to look at it a few different ways, but I'm, it's, it's some kind of man-invented thing, right? It's, it's of man, so it's going to be uh, rejected by me, ultimately. You know, and uh, should be rejected by everyone, actually. If you claim the Lord as your guide. 
Because, you know, when people go on social media, they get influenced by, by man, by opinion. You know, and they go looking all over social media to find out and dig for what the next thing is going to be or QAnon or whatever, and they just get completely deceived. Because those are the airways, and the airways are ruled by the father of lies. Whether it be Elon Musk's version of lies or be... Uh, you know, Google, you know, alphabet, uh, soup, whatever, the pedophiles, it doesn't really matter. It just matters that if they invented it, it's limited, it's stupid, and it's going to deceive you ultimately. You're not going to be ready. The whole point being, for, for the populations out there, I'll just, you know, this is the uh, encouragement. You need to not be distracted Because distraction means you're not prepared. And so the day you need to be prepared, you will not be. It's, I, know, I know the Lord. I know how the Lord works. And I've been in repentance a lot. And I know exactly the way things get screwed up. <laughs> and uh, so don't do that. Uh, well, for me, I'm, you know, I, I can start with the cell phone that, that it's a dangerous thing and no one should have one. Let, let me just roll that out right there as also a part of all this and just le drop it right there. It's, it's no surprise, right? Is that a surprise? Yeah, but then we couldn't have this chat room. That's fine. Don't have it. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not dependent on, on you for income. I'm not dependent on you for um, provision. I'm only dependent on God for provision. And, you know, uh, I just keep showing up and doing things as long as there's provision. If there isn't, then the electricity gets shut off and that's the end of me. Well, that's fine. Either, either way, whatever it is, is fine. You know, death is fine. It's all fine. And we're very serious here right now. And so, okay, so the, you know, 5,000 guards or whatever they published, you know, to try to, you know, there's a joke going around that, well, for George Soros, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he understands something about being the devil. In the sense that he identifies with it. You know, he considers himself a king of the earth. He looks at himself kind of like the, a reverse Constantine, in a sense. And, you know, that the Ukrainian thing and all the rest of it are, you know, these are part of the Soros empire, and he very much wants, you know, Russia at this point, after the nukes fly. And um, the, the purpose of the... Of, stupid people here in the United States are all, all pretty stupid because people like that even lame people like Hunter Biden steal money from the taxpayers they're working hard to pay these taxes and will never be wealthy the people that play by the rules are usually you know unless God lifts you up you're not going to be wealthy because they've already punished you to, to make sure that that never happens and they dip in and they take your tax money and they go, oh, well, it's for this noble cause, Ukraine. 
we need more weapons. And then there's no, then you look and they run, they've run out of ammo and you go, well, where'd the money go? <laughs> then when you figure out it goes to Hunter Biden and then back to the, back to that Bankman Freed guy, and then, you know, back into the Democrats pockets, you know, you've not only been had, you've been, you've been raped. So America is where you come to be raped. America is, you know, Babylon. It's, it's, it's to be destroyed. Ultimately, even that is a light punishment for the people that have um, corrupted themselves to cooperate in the system. And they even said to themselves, and they said to God on their Sunday church outings, they said, we know that God approves of us being in the system because that's the only way we would make provision. So we know God allows for that. Um, my friends, having an attitude such as that is the fastest way into you know complete failure and devastation. You know, to be are you at peace? No, of course not. You think things are pretty good? No, of course not. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that there's that people should be at peace with this situation. I'm just saying that the Lord over and over again, the whole purpose of Jesus Christ is to be rejected. Okay, so what's your purpose? <laughs> the opposite, to be successful, right? So the mitigator is always God, you know, asking God which way, you know, let God choose the people that look like worldly success versus people that, that look like losers, whatever. Because it's all completely opposite in the eyes of God and in the actual reality of realities. Um, the, the losers are the winners. The, um, the rejected are the uh, anointed. The, um, the, the failures are the uh, eternal success stories. The winners are the losers. And I think you begin to see that now as we go forward the next couple of months. You've seen, um, well, it took a long time for this prediction to come due, but Hollywood has now failed and is done. And, uh, of course, that was easily predicted. You know, they even did it. They even had the arrogance, these stupid people, they had the arrogance to make a film called Babylon, thinking that, you know, yeah, capturing the real, you know, the real heart of Hollywood. Well, it does. I mean, Babylon is a great term for Hollywood, Hollywood Babylon, which was dealing with the Black Dahlia and, um, you know, the Church of Satan and the, the interaction with Scientology and with, um, you know, NASA and with, uh, you know, MIT and with, um, you know, the CIA and MKUltra and Dr. Louis Julian West and LSD and all the rest of it. But, but understand, it is no different than Washington. It's the same thing. It's no different from Davos. I mean, Davos is another, you know, conglomeration of the rulers of the earth. In fact, I think Klaus Schwab stood up in the microphone and said, uh, on some bad, horrible day, he said, we are the rulers of the earth and we must be obeyed. And um, 
to have that statement go unchallenged. God hates that. The, the, where, 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 where we are in this warning here today is this number one. So it's a warning um, to Davos that, and to the, what you hear in the background is I got, I got Ben's a new rope, this big rope. He just, he wants to have a tug of war with it. Come on, get off that rope. He just can't get over it today, so he's running around with it. It's about six feet long and really thick, you know, tied. And he's already, though, making progress at breaking it up. I can't believe it. Okay, all right, Ben. So I'm going to continue. It should be a little, there should be more static and more problems now. Um, so the problem, you know, I mean, I don't see any of this. As, I actually don't see anything as a problem. It's all just going according to plan. People go, well, why are you cheering it on? I said, well, when I see people saying, you know, like I saw this guy, Stu Peters, you know, Stu Peters, he, he, no, I know I'm not going to be on social media anymore. I, I, I can't stand these people. I mean, you know, oh, no, he's a good guy. No, he's not a good guy. He, he, he tries to be a good guy in front of you, and he says Jesus, and he does all that. But he's, he's, here's what he said. Let's just go to the evidence, okay? That's my job. Here's the evidence. He gets on, and he says, uh, this is what he says. He said, are you you're worried, you people that have taken the vax, that the people who, who've been vaxxed, uh, are you really hurting because of the people that didn't take the vax and feel you're being abused, blah, 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 blah. Showing that he has no appreciation of the issue whatsoever. And so, you know, I had to warn, now I'm done with him. I, I've got to get away from, you know, the, the a lot of things. And uh, he... Um, I told him, look, you know, would you please stop, stop, you know, uh, exploiting the issue for your own personal gain. The point is, the point is, the focus should be on the people that invented the, say, vaccine that's killed so many people and on that. I know he has shows like that. I understand that. But, you know, when you know that, you should never make it about the vax versus the unvax. You should double down on on stating what happened uh, because the, the, the vaxxed want everyone to shut up, just like the government. They want everyone to shut up and never talk about it. And so, you know, it's not about feeling sorry for the vaxxed. That should never be an issue. That That should never even be brought up like that. That should never, ever be uttered. That's an abomination. It should always be about who did this to you? And what are you going to do about it? And as far as people that, you know, obey and take vaccines and get the mark of the beast and all that, they're irrele irrelevant. They've got nothing to do with what we're doing. They have nothing to do with anything. If they feel bad, that's their problem. Then they shouldn't get the vax then. They should, they should, if they didn't research, that's fine. There's a lot of people that, you know, just uh, wind up being, uh, you know, uh, ill-prepared and, and, and perish, you know. But, I mean, the thing is, it, it, it should not be an issue of the vax versus unvax and have 
people on the, you know, have done the research on the unvac side, and I understand he's done all this research, he has all these doctors on, and Judy Mikovits, and, you know, a blah, 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 blah. But they all screw it up. Every one of them. And they screw it up by making it about, you know, uh, other things. It, it's, it's um, you know, it, it's really very simple. Those who are trying to do something need to be focused on it. We wouldn't even have this warning to Davos had these people, the influencers, been able to influence people, but they could only influence their own tribe. They could only influence, you know, people that would be referred to as conspiracy theorists and then be written off like they're no big deal. And so, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's uh, my answer to the whole thing is, you know, and I, you know, we, you know, I, I pray for Peters and the rest of them to, to keep the focus on, you know, what's going on rather than, you know, getting involved with uh, issues. I know you may not think it's a big issue, you know, focusing on the, uh, on the vaxxed and then feeling bad and trying to, you know, be friends. You can't be friends. The lines, line, listen, being friends is not even the issue. But if it is an issue, you can't be friends. You will never be friends with them again. Okay, I'll just state it for the world. Hello, world. You will never, the vax and the unvax will never be friends again. It's a permanent divide. Okay, thank you. There you go. Take it to the bank. It will never be okay. You know, you may be able to have dinner or say hello or whatever, but you may have noticed there's been a disconnect. And it's not that anyone wanted it and people are mean and all that. It's, it's not got nothing to do with that. It's just the same kind of disconnect that, you know, human versus non-human. You know, species versus other species. And there's, it's not even a personal thing. You know, it's just uh, unfortunate that it happened. Um, how many have a clear conscience on this? Well, we do here because we were on it from day one and we never wavered, we never went back, we never had to apologize, we never had to, to back down on anything. Including the very first few days was being spread uh, through the airlines. We didn't have any, just like they're doing right now. Yeah. We had nothing to, do you realize that in um, China right now, they have like, um, what was the number I saw from, from, uh, I mean, it's like, it's like they, it's like they're going up to like 1 billion people um, with COVID. So this is the, the same thing, same playbook. And, and, when you go down to uh, to the market or something here in in you know uh, in you know obedient Santa Fe, um, you start seeing like twenty twenty five percent people in stores and stuff market you know wearing masks, and they think they're out ahead of the game because they 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 understand it's it's coming here next, and uh, you know they. Um, the people that are doing it, and now we'll be, we're coming back to my focus here, the people that are doing it, you know, intend to kill you. 
intend to get their way and intend to enslave you. But here, here's the other, another side angle. The wrath of God on Davos. Now, I want you to try to keep that in your mind for a month. So you don't get scattered all over the place. And then when things confirm, you don't give praise to God because you didn't see that you were warned. <laughs> How does that work? God does something or even God does a miracle and then no one sees it. Because you're off to somewhere else figuring it out. You're going to figure it all out. You're never going to figure it out. You know that. There's no reason to try to figure it out. Okay? So with them, you know, the, 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 the evildoers, the bottomless pit, and the re- releasing of, you know, Abaddon, Apollyon, from, you know, the great destroyer, from the pit, the angel that is, how does the Bible refer to it? The, you know, and, and the angel that is the destroyer angel. Yes, the destroyer angel. They call him an angel. And uh, his purpose is to destroy, and their purpose is to destroy you. We talked about the fact they've taken a pact, whether verbally or or psychically, that they would, um, that the minions are going to die with the, um, you know, the righteous. That they're going to, to make it look like it wasn't against one side or another. And um, you see, this is where God comes in anyway. So the warning is, you were seen, you know, everyone is there in Davos. <laughs> I think I told somebody in an email or something, or, you know, I'd said, or was in a tweet or somewhere, I said, uh, Davos, comma, a great opportunity. And people liked it, you know, kind of, you know, clandestinely. They could, you know, not explaining any more about it. So that's how cowed the public is. Because, but at the same time, the public is afraid of speaking truth to power. The public is afraid of really almost anything because of the fact that there's, you know, great, hostility and horrible things happen to people that uh, speak up. And it's going on around the world. Japan doesn't understand the, the deaths. China has let everyone out of COVID, and, and they keep, but what they're doing is they're pushing for as many people to get infected as possible. That's what I was trying to say before. Because China is working in this Davos situation. You know, they'll be the ones that, that uh, sacrifice population in order to get everybody else sick and dead. So that's one aspect. The other aspect, of course, we have this nuclear war, which is still scheduled to go on. So, you know, we, we can't count that one out as well. That, that would be the cleanup operation. Um, so then the vote there would be <clears throat> for the um, rewilding. And, you know, that would be the Southwest and... There's a big obsession on Arizona. You might note that the, the people that were put in Arizona that took over, that, that overthrew the... Arizona is a, it is a conservative state. Most of the people there, like there's a lot of retired people there. They're you know, mainly Republicans. And um, there really isn't, you know, the 
population, there, there would never be enough people to vote for someone like this, you know, radical leftist into, uh, <laughs> you know, the governorship or anything like that. So they know that's going on. They're fighting back against it. But again, their real enemy is in Switzerland. The enemy of God, God sees it like this. Okay, it's kind of like Trisha's song. I got to find Trisha's song. Right, Psalm 2? It's, you know, the Psalm 2 war, God against the kings of the earth. God laughs at them. God right now is laughing at Davos. Laughing. And the spirit is this. Okay, so you see someone say something like, Mm. You know, they're meeting in Davos, and they're really evil, and they're they're trying to get us all, and all that. And and so, my response would be, perfect, awesome. You know, if there's going to be a bloodbath, let's get it over. You know, to, to take that kind of almost snarky approach to it, because people that talk like that are just, you know, they're they're basically cannon fodder. Right? They have no faith. They have no skill. They have no anything. They just were standing there ready to be just, you know, picked, picked off. Sorry if it sounds harsh. It's, it's, the thing is, is this, this is what's going on. So Davos is warned because Davos is actually, you know, maybe someone will look at how many miles there is from Davos to the, uh, to the CERN, um, campus and to the, uh, you know, to the, uh, you know, basically, uh, phallic uh, collider you know to, <laughs> and the statue of the dumb statue of Shiva which nobody in the west understands Shiva you know you put a Shiva thing up oh Shiva they don't get it the only way you would understand Shiva is if you had had some kind of access to Sanskrit and the Vedas otherwise you wouldn't understand at all because there's so many different forms of Shiva I'm not even going to go into it I'm not gonna go, I, I did a some papers on it. Yeah, I did one on the Shivalinga, which is basically a penis. It was used in pagan days. You know, early uh, civilizations discover they can put something in the ground, it comes up, so they start worshiping the ground, and paganism grows out of all that. Eventually it goes into tech, or, you know, it changes, but I'm saying those are like roots of civilization. You know, early paganism, pagans, an agrarian kind of a root. You know, earth you know, dwelling, earth worship, sort of earth dweller, sort of route toward uh, reality, which <laughs> it has terrible consequences, especially if the crops don't grow. Oh, my God, and all the people that get their hearts cut out. Oh, jeez. Man, oh, man, that's, that's just disgusting. But they do it. <laughs> they, they've done it for generations <laughs> They feel those crops eventually will go if they spill enough blood. So somehow they get into that mindset, okay? That's the same mindset that you have today of the leaders of Davos, which is, I'm going to keep coming back to that because that's the focus now. That's the warning. The rulers of the earth are in Davos. Gee, that ought to make it pretty simple. Nobody that has any access to, you know, in the military or anybody else is going to break the chain of command because these people have been scanned and, 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 you know, tested that they would be obedient to their masters in Davos, no matter what, that no harm should come to them. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, my uh, speaking up has to do with the future. In other words, so if any harm comes to anyone, 
which it will, uh, then it would have to be the hand of God. It couldn't just be any grassroots thing or influencers or, you know, social justice warriors or, you know, woke people or none of that. It would have to be. It would have to be proven absolutely overall that it's the hand of God. And the hand of God wouldn't be the hand of God in any kind of creation without the word of God, which is Jesus, which is also called truth, Alpha and Omega, the first, the last, the living water, I make all things new, etc., etc. You know, the, 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 the mystery enigma that, no, that the, the, the builders never understood, so they reject what they don't understand. They built a faulty house, you know, a house that's divided at the very beginning. And of course, like every civilization that rejects God, like this one in America and Europe and, and obviously, you know, Australia, New Zealand and, you know, Asia and everywhere else, it collapses. It always will collapse because it's built by man's will. Man's will is not capable of building anything. Period. Oh, it looks nice. Nice set of false teeth. Got a door and, you know, these cool, like, architecture designs. And, you know, they got, they got wealth at one point in the, in the process. But the wealth only served as part of the judgment. You make people wealthy as part of the judgment because then, of course, the backlash, unwealthiness, uh, comes after. And unwealthiness, a nation cannot stand. It will collapse. That's the whole idea. So to, it's not just Davos that the Lord speaks. It's, it's Davos uh, as the destroyers of the earth, as seen in Psalm 2, but it goes beyond that warning. It specifies each individual member, each individual, even people you might like. Anyone who is there this year uh, is basically cursed. And, you know, the thing that you don't want in this life is the curse of Yah, right? We all know about God's curses, right? You know, it's, it's, it's just like, <laughs> you can be cursed by the Lord. I mean, I don't, I don't even want to call it, call it a curse. It's like a judgment, better, better word. I like to call it the curse of Yah because it, it's, it's like, you know, you can't do some like spiritual warfare and get out of it. You know what I mean? It's, you, you, yeah, oh boy. The curse of Yah, you know. And the curse of Yah comes when people decide to be the controllers and take it away from the Lord. So now that you're God, you know, you're the controller, you're the one controlling things, and then it won't, and then it goes the opposite of plan. It goes to bankruptcy. When you take the reins of anything that's supposed to be God led, you will fail and you will go into bankruptcy ultimately. You will not succeed. And then, of course, when you put God first and all that, you know, then there is success there, but only as to God's plan. You know, and that, and see, that is the problem. You, you just can't pound that into people enough. But I mean, you know, we see it every day, this idea of, you know, I think what should have happened here is the way I've gotten toward anything in business is I've gotten more and more hands off. And to the point is, I just, you know, I realize I don't control anything. And I realize whatever, you know, when people say this is happening, that's happening, and this looks good, that looks good. I say, I'm going to keep my powder dry. And I'll wait until that's a fact when it's 
I'll, I will, you know, I have my faith and I will work on my faith. But in terms of the you know outcomes of things, I will not agree with anything until it actually is a real thing because so many people believe they're about to hit the jackpot and it's taken away from them because they start trying to control it. And so this is a big problem. I see so much success that would have been possible if only they wouldn't do that. And it's their fault. And they did it all with that one controlling, uh, that one worry, that one controlling hand, that one reaction to something that didn't ever happen. You know what I mean. And that reaction to the positive side or to the negative side out of balance with reality because you cannot control anything. We can't control what's happening with Davos. We can't control, you know, we, we, all we can really do in all of this stuff, including these warnings and things, because if those people there are cursed, you know, I mean, I think they all know what club they're in, but I mean, if they're cursed, seriously, that means that there would be an economic collapse globally. But it would be not because of what you think, not because of what I think. It's because of something like restricting the food supply and starving people to death, including children, and the curse goes on and it's permanent. If they were smart, they would give their wealth away to somebody else because they're going to go down and it's going to be gone. Uh, you know, the upheaval that is coming now, it has to be specific, and this is my role in it. Your issue is with those people there. Not what, you know, the United States government's doing, not what the legislature's doing, not, you know, uh, the lawlessness on the streets and all the things they've unleashed. Because they're trying to unleash the destroyer. That's what they do this for. Your issue is with those people specifically there in Davos right now. These are the focal point and the people that are out in front that you see, like, you know, the Bill Gates is walking around with his little flitty sort of, you know, feministic uh, gestures and laughing at everybody thinking pandemics are funny and all that. Or Soros thinking, telling you he wants to overthrow the United States is his number one goal and they keep putting him on the air and all of that. You know, those people you see, yes, you can start with those, but you have thousands of others that will be in these hotels in Davos who is who are connected then to the super, you know, hedron, whatever, collider, whatever you want to call it. Whatever their name is is bullshit. So it's the super-duper pooper collider. You know, it's their big, they put all their money on that. And, oh, we're going to, you know, our gods that we worship will come through and then they'll take over the earth. And, you know, and of course, it is prophesied that for a time, this exact thing would happen. The beast would make itself known, as, it, as in the scriptures I read, and known to all. And everyone will cower, because who could make war with the beast? And most of the people, I've just today, I got this whole flash. And I'm sorry if I go a little bit uh, extemporaneous or a little bit uh, nonlinear. It's not... It's because this stuff is nonlinear that I deal with. So, contemplating today a little bit earlier, 
the people that are, uh, you know, really, uh, that, that really go with the system and all that are easily indoctrinated. I was contemplating that because I said, why is the United States basically two-thirds or more conformed, you know, or even more than that? Why are they all, why did they all take the bait? Why didn't they figure it out? Why, what, what happened there? I, Lord, I'd like to know what happened there. How does that happen? And, you know, the, the answer comes back from man. Man says, well, you know, I need to make a living. And the, you just think about that. I've meditated on this a long time. I just think about that for a second. I need to make a living. Think about that. But then when they come for your children, you complain. Remember, those who grumble, the destroyer will destroy. Those who grumble will be destroyed. So God is extremely, uh, you know, I mean, I've, I've searched all these things out and, and I, I still don't have a real answer on that. Why would they, you know, a better question would be, why do they delight, you know, the average population of losers, why do they delight in doing bullying harm to others that don't quite understand what they're part of? Why would they want to destroy, kill, or haze? You know, gang stalking, hazing, you know, all that. It's just an older word for the same thing. Why would they want to do that to people? If they're happy and they, they have their money because of their, of their beast system, and you know they're they're you know go to church on Sunday and hope it washes them clean. They go back into sin, sin Monday, whatever it is. Why can't they be happy with that? And the answer is because there's power. The answer is because in in the collective you get power, and when you have power, what do you want to do? You want to pick on another human being. You want to bully that person. You want to destroy that person's life. You want to make it so that person can never, ever have a say, ever. And I, I know exactly what they do. <laughs> I mean, I have been through it, and it's uh, no fun. They ruined my life completely. You know, I mean, I'm existing now in, in the end of it, but I mean, they, you know, where I finally figured out is they ruined it, but I'm okay because, you know, all the people that I respect had their lives ruined too. <laughs> so no sorrow, right? You stand with Jesus and you stand in the line of prophets and they all had their, you know what I mean? And eventually they'd listen to a prophet and then they, you know, like I said, they just cut him in half, you know? They listen to Jeremiah and then they lock him up. You know, and in my case, they, they'd listen they get horrified, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're in the loony bin, right? They try the same thing with Kanye, or Ye, take him down to UCLA Med Center, which that's, by the way, the, the, the backdrop of Louis Joliot West is UCLA. I know. It's, you know. it's all connected. So let's go on further with Davos. Okay, so you have Klaus Schwab at the head, and, you know, and then someone said to me the other day, like a fucking idiot, why don't you people just get your mind right? You know, you know, you're no different than them. Oh, oh but Schwab's, you know, but the sons of Soros and Schwab are even worse, I understand. 
Well, then why aren't you stomping their guts into the ground then? Well, because you won't. Why will nobody take a stand? The only people that could make... Who could defeat the beast with all those Swiss guards there and all that? A, A military defeat? I don't think so. Anyone stupid enough to walk in there with a gun or something, you know, they'd be blown away in a second. Well, what about a military coup? A military coup. Unfortunately, people here have been trained to look at the president for military coup. The people that own the president are in Davos. The center of the entire problem is Davos. The the, the but the target of God's wrath at this point, his judgment, wrath, um, focus, uh, movement, movement of God uh, that all people would see will be in with in in, in in with respect to Davos. You know, it's going to go very, very badly. And I got the, I got the, the, the gut thing. I can tell you, it's, it's because of the children. You know, it's taking that food away from the children. It's that that just. I think with the Lord, that just goes the extra measure of ticking them off. I mean that that's where that's where the focus is, and they are the people that said they're going to do that, and they are the ones restricting the food supplies now, uh, which will come into play in 2023. Of course, 2024 starvation while the Chinese are gearing up. I mean, it's just all completely satanic globally. But Davos is the key. All connected to that and the WEF. And as innocent as this Noah Harari guy looks like he's talking to children and all this stuff, who he's talking about is, is degradation of the human being into the bottomless pit where he can't get out, right? Same thing as the, the doctrine of hell. And that he's trying to get there, figuring that for him it would open up into this all new singularity where he could uh, do anything he wants. And the answer is no. Who are you going to meet? Harari, you're like the number one enemy of God in the world. You're worse than Stalin, Hitler, all of the rest of them. The focus is on you, baby. And I'm sorry, but yeah, that just means what it means for the future. Oh, you may see him succeed here or there. Or there may be a press thing here or there, but uh, he's done. Done. Next. Well, you announce it here, and then they're done. But I don't tend to want to go back. If, I, if I'm if i supposed to say something about someone being done, and I do, and then they're done, I don't want further news articles, how they're struggling to come back. You know, it's over. We move to the next thing. Anyway, so Davos is the, the, the key warning. It's because the, the, the true wickedness of Davos is the, the whole point is to invert and destroy from within the human being from within, to alter the DNA of human. And this, of course, so, yes, we know those were the plans, but now is the time of the warning. And a warning doesn't mean action. You know, not that they'll repent, probably not, but at least they'll be told to. That, you know, for this Davos thing to be turned off, they would have to, all of them repent, including all the tentacles that reach out to the governments of the world. They'd have to repent. I mean, it'd be a you have a mass repentance, revival, repentance. Not, not going to happen. 
So for you guys thinking revival, not going to happen. <laughs> that's not what's going on here. You can just, that's like a churchianity thing. You know, like when you're in churchianity, vibe, consciousness, whatever, you think of revival. You know, it's like, and, and you know, you think that there is strength in numbers. There isn't. There is not strength in numbers. So, you know, get that out of your mind because you're being deceived, deluded, you know, sent the wrong way. That we do not have collective salvation. We have individual salvation. We have individual birth, individual death, and individual salvation. We were born alone. We die alone. There is no other people, a collective, something working together to make it a better world. That does not exist in this world. Never has, and it never will. But people always keep trying. And then they have a little club, and it becomes like, well, to get in the club, there's a corruption, a self-corruption. That corruption is aligning with the father of lies, Satan. And then, then they feel they'll be successful. But they don't want to give up that Satan thing because, you know, <laughs> I can't I tell you, I remember when a pastor accused me of, of, of he, he said to me and Trish in our very brief uh, stay, uh, you know, threatened with murder. Um, that pastor is not a pastor anymore, of course. Um, and, you know, he'll, he'll die in obscurity. But here's the point. Uh, they have blamed me and us for the coffer, for the amount of, in the coffers going down every week. Like they count, you know, every week how much they get in donations in so-called tithing, which of course is, uh, I won't even go into that subject right now because I want to stay on focus. But here's the thing: they accused us of of having it go down. I mean, they they were they were that blatant because when you say something like that to somebody, you're saying we are of Satan. For the cross means nothing, Jesus means nothing. Our entire provision comes from conformity of the people. Without that, the coffer starts drying up. And it's your fault that doesn't go along with the program. And then we say, what program are you talking about? Because we're just here to worship God. Uh, And then they can't talk. They can't tell you that because that's a secret. So then you walk away. But I've actually gotten that deep. Well, no, I mean, then next after that, they would, you know, threaten you with, you know, bodily harm or something or just just get get an injunction to keep you out of there because they don't want the coffers to go down. And that's how superstitious they are. Now, are any of those people saved? Of course not! Is Does everyone that's playing church, you know, on Wednesday night or going to the Bible training school or whatever, are any of them saved? No! None of them. Zero. Again, I'm just going to say this for the last time for the world. You people have got to up your game, you know, and just, you know, eat uh, what's good brain food, you know, something different. Okay, number one, I'm just going to do this one more. For you theologians who think you're so fucking smart, let me do it for you. There is no collective salvation. None. There never will be, there never has been. It's all about you and your heart 
your mind, your soul. And each one is that precious to God. God deals with us individually. Like when we're born, we're born alone. When we die, we die alone. When we're saved, we're saved alone. You're not saved by people that go down to the river to dunk you in a baptism. They are not your saviors. That's fine if you have friends that will baptize you. Wonderful. Most lambs don't have anybody. Because they were rejected. Because they are the cornerstone. Because they are the foundation of reality. That's why they're rejected. It's not that hard. It really isn't. But I don't know, we've made it hard. So let's get, I'm going to get tough now because, you know, it's time. It's time, yeah, right. It's it's time to, uh, you know, get the robes and the, you know, sackcloth and ash. And it's, it's time to get the whole thing rolling here because these people are so dead. Yeah, clean up the F-bombs. Yeah, exactly. These people are so dead that death is afraid of them. And um, the real ringleader, you know, is, is like you know now, today the you know the real puppet out there, Klaus Schwab, being, you know, he's he's the the the, but the guy who's holding the you know doing the the puppet masters though are not human, you know. So they're they're you know there's something on the moon. Some the reason I had Shadowlands with Kelly and Shadowlands. Uh, those of you who want that track, it's still on SoundCloud. It's a three hundred plus. It's a it was a master. Uh, wave file. Yeah, so it's 300 some odd megs, you know, so it's uh, high quality. You can really blast it. But it's uh, uh, basically talking about, you know, this is something I need to get into in my own writing. You know, the the uh, the, the, the psychopomp, you know. I just really see that. So clearly, when you're dealing with you know, life and death, and the and the and the and the, and the world in between, and the and the world to come, and uh, you know, it's basically a, a story about a guy who died. who was a criminal. You know, you hear the gunshot, so it was obviously a shootout. He got shot. He, uh, you know, he went down, and then it's the devil, both played by me. Who uh, you know? Who was querying him about his contract and getting him to remember that he had a deal with the devil, but then he broke it. And the devil's like, "I need to know you're going to do your duty." There's a reason for that. He needs to know that consent is still there. It is. He said, "I had a long time to think about it, and I'm I'm going to do exactly as you say." Then the devil says, "You know, the devil creature, whatever you know, voice says, well, it looks like your contract has run out.'" has expired. And that's the trick. Do you understand? It's all very specific in that track. You just follow the beats. You know, if he gets there. He thinks it's Mars. He's being deceived. He's told to go have fun, in, you know, in a bar with familiar faces and, and this and that. And then, the, you know, then he's pulled to the side and said, do you, do you remember anything? Because he has, before he sends him uh, to the uh, angel of death, basically, before he sends him there to the Shadowlands, before he sends him there, he must, 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 must remember. 
and remember there was some kind of deal, and remember that, and then he must agree to do it again, or to do it, or to, to be dutiful, you know, to, to, he must be in consent with Satan at that point. And then at that point, Satan can laugh, tear up the kind of say, your contract's expired, and send him to hell. The whole point. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. That's why it's so funny when you hear ACDC's Highway to Hell, we're going to be partying. Hey, buddy, it's no party, man. No party. You saw how scared. It's a big, tough criminal. He shoots people. Yeah, yeah. God knows what he does, but he's... uh, He's scared to death about, uh, you know, being, first of all, locked up somewhere he can't get out of, and then, you know, having to be uh, transported to uh, God knows where. But wherever he's being transported to, there's no way back. He can't do it over again. He's done. That's the whole point of the... uh, If you look at it that way, then every single lyric, every single beat will make sense. A lot of people, they don't have that capability. And that's another reason there will be a mass loss of death, because if we're not intelligent enough to understand God's word, which is the whole point of intelligence is really to understand God's word. Is there any, to work the machinery? No, to understand God's word. To be able to, to hear and speak to God. That that's the point of intelligence. Um, most people don't need, uh, you know, a pastor or somebody to be explaining to them what the Bible is. They just sort of intuitively know it, and that's another interesting thing, another interesting study. Uh, the elders don't know because they teach like, oh well, you know, oh, the kingdom is within you. That uh, that means like the kingdom, you know, is amongst us here who are. Uh, you know, believe in Jesus in our group, and that that was that was a John MacArthur, his interpretation, and I I I saw MacArthur in his church. And I saw it in the spirit. I can say he had two angels holding him up. He's trying to, you know, keep the whole church. The Lord showed me the, the handicapped part and the other parts, and said that uh, this church is actually has a higher rate of people that are actually the Lord's. And he said, there's, um, he said, I, I, gosh, I don't want to get this wrong. Trish, do you remember the percentage? So like 87% were belonged to Satan and the rest were the Lord's. He said, that's pretty high. And he said, mainly these people in the wheelchair section are saved. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Remember the two angels holding John MacArthur up? He, otherwise, he would have fallen down. He's so guilty. He makes, you know, he, but he did a good thing. He stood out there and he, they tried to lock him down and he, he, he said, no, find theatrics. But what about him individually? I mean, I see the show he puts on. I could go to jail like Paul. I'm a really good Christian. Believe me when I virtue signal you. Oh, yeah, Christians virtue signal all the time. It doesn't matter if John MacArthur goes to jail for keeping the church open. What matters is John MacArthur's consent or non-consent with the prevailing uh, beast system, Satan, Satanism, uh, soul scalping, uh, whatever you want to call it. 
I, if I, I were John MacArthur, I would quit the church. I'd go out to the desert, beg God to help me, and I just, uh, you know, I would, I would recluse myself until I, you know, I would, would repent. I'd punish myself. I'd, I'd whip myself. I'd hurt myself. I'd, I, I would cry. I would scream. I would say, "I'm sorry. I understand," because I was told that if I didn't get with the program when I was there. I ended up teaching a baptism class. I mean, I, was, I went to their baptism class, and you know, the students were teaching it. They went to the master's college, and they were all grad students in theology, and not one of them understood baptism. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm serious. Not one. Not one. And uh, MacArthur should have never been a pastor. His mind is not, you know, the kind of mind that uh, people need. He's not, you know, really uh, a guy that's going to be able to do anything in church. They frown on prophets. They frown on prophecies. They frown on miracles. They frown on anything that doesn't make sense to them in their minds. You know, so... But he, but he held up well during the pandemic. He did do that. You know, uh, but you remember they said, we're going to get a, uh, uh, they wanted to get a injunction. I said, all we ever did, we, we also took Trisha's mother there to, to the church. And uh, she sang and everyone they was. They all freaked out about her singing. Her singing was amazing. The point is, there we were, and then I, I, I'm told later, they're going to get an injunction against you. That you have to stay like so many yards away from the church. I said, well, what did I do other than just show up here, sing, give donations, and then go home? What, did I do something wrong? And I used to go to the women's... Uh, I used to go to the women's uh, Wednesday uh, yeah. just for women. Right. And it was weird because... They're all lost. They were weird. There were, there were a few that were with the, the Lord, but most of them... Pay attention, folks. This is ...were very strange. Right. Like, I remember this one woman stood up and she goes, I just want to thank God that I'm so humble. <laughs> that was the weirdest talk I ever heard. No, I, I know, I know. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, the blind leading the blind in MacArthur's church. And then he, he's, got a new, he's got a new study Bible out, I see. Oh, does he? No different. No, it's the ESV or whatever. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, you know, if if you're saved truly and walking with the Lord, they wouldn't want you in a place like that. So whether or not MacArthur holds church, you would not be welcome there. And I, any time he wants to debate me, any time, I'll just stick it in his face. The reason why. And what people do. And how they are. And they say, well, how are we supposed to have a collective... Well, the first thing I would do, Mr. MacArthur, is I would get your name off the fucking church wall. You know? Maybe you should just piss on it. That's, that's your ritual. That's what, that's what God wants you to do. Piss on the wall where your name was. And then we'll see what step two is. I'm, you know, being facetious, but obviously it's just such a ridiculous. There is no collective salvation. You're on the verge of seeing a mass scourge 
of starvation. They know Davos, that is. Remember, everything is Davos. Everything is, Davos is all. Davos is Caesar. Davos is king. Davos is, for right now, Davos is about to crumble. When Davos goes, that means everybody involved, like dominoes, goes boom, 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 down, all of them. You know, Larry Fink, he's, he goes broke, he's, you know, you got, uh, you got, yeah, come on, come on. You know, you got people being, you know, whole governments being taken over by the peasants who you know, are looking for some food for their children. You think the people are going to sit there and let you lock them down? You're going to have, like, people in Australia. I can see it now. They're so trigger-happy. They just can't wait to start gunning down innocent citizens and women and children in the streets for being disobedient. And it all is the fault of Klaus Schwab, the fucking stupidest idiot that ever lived. Because he never, did that Harari got, none of them ever understood God. None of them ever understood, you know, any kind of non-linear. Everything with them is linear. Everything with them is sequential. There is no room for God in something like that. God's moving everything Space, time, everything else, and, and you know, in, in, in millions of different, you know, you know, versions of this or versions of that, it's all moving around perfectly, and the the world here is perfect for life, perfect for billions of people to live, perfect for 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 you know, you know, people to be able to to uh, exist. The world doesn't need man dictating to the world what you need to do to be equitable. That's just blasphemy in God's faith. That's you playing God. God's a real person. Let's talk about the person of God. When he decides to destroy something, he destroys it. He doesn't need to destroy a city. He doesn't need to destroy an airplane. He doesn't need to destroy, you know, do the, 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 the stupid twin tower thing, the twin tower shuffle. He doesn't need to do any of those things. Because God's right here. God deals with us individually. Picture all the people at Davos, not knowing why it went so bad, getting home off their private airplanes, going to their little mansions, and having all their servants, you know, you know, want to do knee time, and blah, 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 all this shit, all this stupid degradation. But something's wrong this time. They're not really excited about the tennis tournament. They're not really excited about the golf tournament. There's, something's wrong. They don't care about their, you know, collection of watches. They don't care about, you know, how the, how the uh, repair of the yacht is going. Suddenly they just don't care about anything. Now. Now they don't, they care. But they have a complete disconnect from reality. And suddenly their bank accounts start zeroing down, just start free-falling, just crashing. Oh, but it, it, it specifically, it's the people who participated who were, and let me go into a biblical thing, they were marked, they were tagged. Remember tagging? All you people that are gang-stalked, you had to, you know, that was the one lesson you had to learn. You know, when you prayed, you know, to hand them to the Lord, you know, what happened to them? They were tagged. When they were tagged, what happened? Their lives fell apart. They got to, they're trying to destroy you, but you don't have the power to destroy them, but 
your father does if they're going to try to harm you. And he is also a person of, uh, you know, fairness. So if you were treated unfairly your whole life, there will be fairness coming your way. It's somehow, some way. You know, again, so for the people that really do follow the Lord, the number one thing to understand with that is, you know, it's it's individually, deal with you individually. Great if you can get together and sing and praise God. If they weren't Satanists, we'd all get together on those churches. There is no room for for a combination. Just like I told you with a jab, unjab, there will never be peace between the two. Well, it might be a guy that gets jabbed, he has a second thought, he shouldn't have done it. Then he doesn't get any more. I mean, then and he's doing like, you know, certain ivermectin, different things to try to deal with the spike proteins, and he starts doing more research, realizing that there's people that can spread it, and realizing that finally that he and his family have been attacked, and that, you know, you know Southern California has been attacked, and you know, Michigan's been attacked and New York's been attacked and Miami's been, you know, they start to understand these people of Davos, 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 uh, you know, they did it. They said, well, what about people like, you know, the financial uh, station, you know, because it's the World Economic, it's not the World Economic Forum. It's basically um, what they intend is it's a, a kingdom of fascism and theft of your money. They don't. There's no e- economics involved. They're not a world economic forum. That that name is completely misleading. They have nothing to do with it. If if, if they have a philosophy for the for the stupid peasants, uh, the philosophy would be communism, Marxism. They push the woke ideology. They push all this crap. They're pushing the transgender issues. They, they're pushing the pedophilia. They want it to be compl- a world of pedophilia. Every kind of degradation is one of Satan's, you, you know, uh, uh, sacraments. And, you know, they may have the money this year, but in future years, they won't. The players there you see today, they won't be there tomorrow. They've been seen, exposed, Tagged. They can go along a long time. And then all of a sudden one day they wake up and they've got that tag on them and they can't get it off. The only thing that's going to do it is their life is going to be destroyed. And that will be, you know, the, the, that will be the uh, judgment. That will be the uh, uh, edict. That will be the, uh, the, uh, the sentence, if you will. That will be justice being carried out. Well, what do you have at the World Economic Forum? You got mainly billionaires with airplanes, with you know jets, and they're all into yachts and jets, and you know the good life, and all their kids going to these you know indoctrination camps, and then they eventually get with it, and then they you know they 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 get put in big positions of running things. You know, just to give an example of, of the influence of the WEF. Wells Fargo Bank, one of the biggest banks in the world, you probably are familiar with it. Uh, has just uh, issued a new policy that says they will not give loans to white people anymore. And so that's that.
This is direct WEF. This is what the WEF is. It's it's social score, social credit score. It's to issue a new digital currency that can be regulated according to your carbon footprint and your behavior footprint, and it will give you a score. If your score goes too far down, you can't have bread that week. If your score goes up, you know what I mean? If you say the truth, obviously, you'll be at zero. You'll start it off. The emperor has new clothes. That will get you at least, you know, being able to have, uh, you know, small meals so you'll be kept small. So your children will get, you know, think of North Korea size-wise. It's okay. It's the people's choice, isn't it? The thing that Davos is so worried about, this is this is how stupid these people are. They're worried that you, the little people out there, you average, you know, wonderful people, they're worried that you will uh, rebel when there's not enough food to eat. Because they know there's plans in place now. They've destroyed a lot of the food plants and supply chains. So when that day comes where you just can't find it on the shelf and your children are screaming and everything is going off the cliff, they're afraid of what you're going to do. Oh, my God. They're not afraid enough. And I would say this. Well, I hope people grow up hair. I really do. But I don't, I, you know, they've had a war on testosterone the whole time, too. Let's put it this way. They're not, you know, God has spoken here. They're not going to be here. You know, I don't know where they'll be. You know, they may be in the gutter somewhere. They're not going to be here. And um, I know that they, they took over Arizona. Now, I'm not concerned today with the tentacles. This is warning number one. Anyone who participates at Davos will be marked. I don't care if it's Maria Bartiromo on you know Fox News or any of that. She'll be marked. I don't care if it's benign. You'll be marked. I don't care if you're just there as an innocent bystander. Remember January 6th? Same thing, only now applying to them. Anyone connected to participating with them around the world, not necessarily at Davos in this conference, uh, is also subject to the same marking, all the tentacles that go out with the universities and the schools, the politicians, any of these people, you know, the, the DAs, the judges, uh, you, know, or, you know, will eventually... Maybe not right now, but eventually be marked. The entire chain that goes out from the command center will be marked. Now, we're going to go to the next thing. And what does that mean, marked? Well, in a sense, it's, it's kind of like, what, what do you suppose happens to people that take the mark of the beast? Because everyone marked, is what I'm told, is they, they, if they have it already, they will take the mark of the beast. So, you know, Arizona is not, you know, it's a, it's a side issue, but since it's a big state. Now, I remember Arizona from my, my childhood. I, used to, I went to summer camp there a couple of times. Um, you know, this, before I was a teenager, I remember and you'd, go, you'd go there and get off, you go up to, it was up in Flagstaff, I believe. So that's northern Arizona, and then that's off the I-40. And then there's southern Arizona, which is off the uh, the 10 and the 8 that go through Phoenix. 
in Tucson. Now, uh, and again, you know, when you drive through Arizona, you know, you get through Phoenix, it's all shopping malls and billboards. It looks a lot like L.A. And Tucson's a little nicer, but you still have the same dynamic of the city and then, you know, lots of resorts around and around Phoenix. You got, uh, you know, Mesa. Uh, you've got, uh, uh, you know, uh, suburbs. You've got uh, Scottsdale. you got all that stuff working. And, you know, that's lots of, you know, vacay. Because w- when things are snowing and raining and, are, you know, like that, you can always go to Arizona, you know, and have, you know, 72 degrees on the golf cart, gorse, you know. And I remember we went to one hotel there. What was it? Uh, the Arizona Biltmore, I think it was. They have a golf course. It's, it's in Phoenix. But it had, like, a, a bar policy where you could have a cigar on the thing. And it was like this old hotel that was made, that was designed by, a student of Frank Lloyd Wright. You got a lot of Frank Lloyd Wright influence there too. Um, anyway, all of this, uh, these people. So we met one time. We met the people that owned the hotel, and uh, they're not nice people. You know, it was fine. You know, we weren't dealing with the issue of salvation. Maybe they're. <laughs> maybe they went to hell already. <laughs> maybe they're in heaven. I, I'm not here to, you know, what I think. If I don't like someone, that doesn't mean they're going to hell. If I hate someone, it doesn't mean they're going to hell. If I'm just really mad, it doesn't mean I just hope you go to hell. I hope you die and go to hell. I don't, that, not, all that's irrelevant. If, if I ever do get like that, Lord, please forgive me. I take it back. I don't, I don't, I'm not the judge. I'm not, but I'll bet you anything. If you were to see who, who, when I say go to hell, what does that mean? Well, you know what it really means. Cut off. It means as if you never were, which is something that human can't conceive of. So how can we talk about it? Right? It means because God cannot have you in existence somewhere and then just ignore you, you know? I mean, that's that's one of the things that you have to keep working with the Bible, and it will eventually get to that point where you understand that, but it's it's in there. It's in there. That concept is there. It's the same thing as perfect hate, the doctrine of perfect hate. We cannot hate with perfect hate, but God can. God's the, 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 the one God of vengeance. We are not to be avenged. Vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. That is a true statement. That's why we hand a lot of our battles off to God because we're not supposed to get engaged in gotcha, you know, black magic and projection and, you know, astral travel and all this stuff to go beat the crap out of our enemies. We are not supposed to be doing that. If we are doing that, God's going to smack you down, boy. Bam! Just like that. That will sound like a southern racist boy, girl. Woman, man, that's going to smack you down. So anyway, so the Davos thing has gone out. I feel in my ramble, I've taken care of it. It's, uh, you know, uh, if there's more to it, warning two will come tomorrow or the next day. And uh, we'll see what it means. 
I think the part two is really the amount of suffering is going to be, you know, hard to take. You know, they go down, you go down. You know, it's hard to get food with no money, et cetera. (laughs) But (laughs) I think you're going to be pretty, you know, amazed that God moves on your behalf, though. God knows you're suffering. He knows you're worried. He knows you're upset. He knows that all of this that we relied on was just a facade. It was just a, a you know a, a falseness. It was a, a delusion. Everything we relied on on this earth for ourselves that we could. I was thinking back in the days of Disneyland and you know how it was so innocent. It was so innocent having. Pancakes at uh, what's the place? Uh, uh, Wilshire. You know, at a, at a uh, you know a Denny's type restaurant or whatever on Wilshire with grandparents and <laughs> having this like weird experiences of you know safety. And then I got to the point where the Lord showed me safety, safety. I feel safe. I don't feel safe. I feel safe. Well, tell me, what is it you like about living here? I feel safe here. (laughs) And you've been here ever since. Yes. Safety. Safety with, uh, you know, do you feel safe in your home today? No. Do you feel safe that, that uh, you know, that the whole thing is going to be rolled, or, and, and rolled up and tossed on the fire? No guarantee. Do you feel safe that you're not going to be nuked? No, there's no guarantee on that. Do you feel safe at all? No. I have my faith, though. Lord, I put my faith in you to warn me that we're still faith. We're still safe. Faith and safe. So what's going to happen? Well, I think they'll have their little meeting. and you know, I think they'll... Uh, probably ski on wherever, wherever, wherever place it, you know, you're supposed to ski on. I, I really don't know. You know, I just know that they're marked. They're marked already. I say, I, 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 do we have to get to the reason? Well, because they are doing harm to the children intentionally, uh, it brings back the curse of Matthew 18.6, the curse of Yah. The curse of Yah, right? The curse of Yah. Uh, you can't control it. And for people that, you know, they're just trying to control their lives, you can't control those either. You get the curse of Yah. You know, not everything is under your control. 
So when you think it is, then you're gonna you're gonna go down, buddy. You're gonna go down hard. You know, until we all have to learn this. He's the commander of the boat. He's the one driving. We're not. Does that mean no Noah's Ark? No. Does that mean no great uh, display at the museum? No. But it might mean in the future that somebody's got to eventually talk about Jesus in a, in a, in a way that, that is coherent. Because, because i got to tell you, this idea of <laughs> a Christian community, civilization. Everyone said, well, I'm so worried they're, they're going to make a, a, a nation, a theocracy. A theocracy would be the, 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 based on truth, would be the best thing that could ever happen to man. It's not going to happen. You can forget about that right now. Don't worry about that, Democrats. Don't worry. You know, until you're basically, you know, feeding your babies with uh, urine out of your tits, nothing's going to interfere your progress, okay? Nothing. Your curse is already done. And when they start screaming, they won't cover it on TV. The revolution will not be televised. The real revolution is Jesus. So that will never be televised because they get their payment from somewhere else. When you see, well, Mommy, Daddy, how come the uh, you know, mainstream news and everything I see on TV, they don't talk about this or that, or they say you know, bad things? Um, because they're on the other side of this. You see this line here, son? See that line? On that side, oh no, I'm not saying that I anyone earns anything. I'm saying this side of the line means you gave consent, and this side of the line means you didn't. That's reality, period. I thought it was more complicated than that. No, that's reality, period. Did you know that the elites are hiring pilots that didn't take the jab now? after forcing it down your throat? Do you even realize, even close to what God's going to do right now? I'm cheering it on, man. I know Frankie, Frankie and I used to get so disappointed that God wouldn't move back with with the chemtrail. Remember Frankie with the chemtrails? And we, we got so mad at that, remember? Oh, man. Now God didn't really move on that. I think what God did is mitigate the damage the chemtrails could have done. And you know, Oh, they're still up there spraying around and making pentagrams in the sky and you know, pissing all over you every day. <laughs> you know, most people are too stupid to figure that one out. And stupidity is a sin. Stupidity is a sin. It really, you know what it means? It means... You're looking the other way. You're not looking at what God wants you to look at. You're looking the other way. And whenever you give consent, and even a little bit, 
your mind, your brain atrophies just a little bit to then in the future where you can't process information anymore, which is what they want because they want your, what do they want from you? Consent. Then what? Obedience follows consent. And if you're really good at it, you can get that credit score way up there and you can go get yourself a candy bar. <laughs> um, anyway, so I don't know what warning two is going to be, but you know, apparently there's more in the sequence. There's a sequence, but this one is tagged. And that, I guess that includes in some way, you know, facilitators, hotel operators, cab drivers. You know, I mean, who knows how far it goes. But it's mainly, you know, focused on principles right now. You know, WEF members um, have now received officially the curse of Yahweh. Oh, it's got nothing to do with this sort of Jewish Yahweh or the, you know, this, you know, politics or making it, you know, no, you're talking about the, the creator of all things, who is a person, has just given this edict to Davos. And I knew it was going to happen. I, I, I sensed it. But I mean, for days now, I've been getting this kind of message for days and days and days and days and days. It's been percolating around in my spirit, you know, days and days, and I couldn't get away from it. It's just days and days. It's just, I got a glimpse of how God feels. I got to give me a glimpse of what it's like to have people that are dumber than the rest of the world actually issuing edicts of death to all people beginning with children. It's just really not, can't, won't be, it won't be. As far as the little super collider is concerned, I wouldn't be... You know, I don't know whether they're going to be successful with it and whether that's the balance pit time or not, I'm not sure. But I can, you know, if it be, gets on my radar, I'll be sure. If God speaks to me about the very end, I'll be sure. But I know one thing. Um, they're uh, super collider is one of the things God laughs at. And only God could really turn that thing into a success to where it would bring up Apollyon. But if if that were to happen, then God would have engineered the whole thing, including giving the engineers and scientists the idea on what to build, including um, everything that they know given by God, but nobody thinks that. Yes, yes, that's, that often happens. Because God's going to use it later, you know, obviously to humiliate them. But can the destroyer get loose and destroy a lot of stuff and then get tied back down again? Absolutely. It's in God's word it's going to happen. Is this that time? Maybe it is. It's a time of tribulation worse than we've ever seen? Yes, absolutely. Worse it's ever been on earth? Absolutely. In terms of prelude, but in terms of actual, you know, pain on the ground, you know, it's getting there. If it goes much further, I mean, listen... Uh, but yeah, I got to get back to Arizona. Arizona, it's another thing that 
we may visit someday or maybe someone else will and I won't have to. Um, the Arizona, you got to understand, is is one, one of the most horrible things that's happened to, to anyone to have these sort of Marxist stooges like the Secretary of the State and the others standing there being appointed by Soros in these positions and then, you know, turning off all the voting machines and everything else, you know, that's bad. But then having the sort of Democrat population of Arizona get on Twitter and Facebook and everything and shame people for, for thinking conspiracy theories that Carrie Lake should have won and all that. I'm not even in Arizona. I've been following it because it's, it's uh, I wondered if they're going to take someone that hides in the basement, wouldn't debate, and is a racist, totally, uh, and is everything they don't want, if they're going to go ahead and select her and put her in there despite all the numbers, everything. I mean, you'd have to have well over 50% of the population that was going to vote, have their votes not counted in order to get that result. So it's a it's a it's a an ongoing thing. Will they let her do it? It well, um, it's only the only way she would be successful is if again giving it to God, and if that's God's unction, and then um, well, I, I'm not here. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it now. I'm just. It's a sideshow kind of thing, you know. And uh, it's uh, it, it, what's amazing to me is that uh, again, why aren't Arizonans stomping the fucking shit out of uh, the government right now? And the answer is, the the mind control is they they are docile. They're scared. They're afraid of saying anything. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, at least you, you there should be anger. You know, if if people are stealing elections, they should be, you know, said that you know you're you don't belong there. Get out of the office, and then, then they use January sixth. They go, you see, because they knew that there'd be people upset with the stolen election in twenty twenty, and they knew they're going to be at the Capitol building, and they knew uh, that it was going to get. They knew all this and played it, and they had agent provocateur. They. To, to shame people from ever, ever saying a negative opinion about the government ever, ever again. Uh, my friends, the only place where there are good governments are places where people have free speech, where they can, they can voice and air their concerns, where they can find redress, where they can find hope. You don't mean to say that you want a government in the United States where people are cowed into their homes, locked down, and not not allowed to say anything or do anything for fear of being arrested and just thrown out in the garbage. You don't tell me that, are you? My God, what's wrong with you? You want to sit in a place where people say you can't speak? And then you blather all over social media about... uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't even know what, some kind of topic. What, what are you talking about on there? What are you talking about, Elon Musk? What are you talking about? You're going to release Adam Schiff's Twitter account. What's that going to do? Nothing. A red herring, another one. Yeah, no, I'm done with Elon Musk, too. I've shown that... Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the true spirit of Elon is not uh, 
really, I, I would think, uh, unintentionally anti-human. He's not for a human. He's for Elon Musk, money, wealth, power. You know, he's in the club. He's he wore a Baphomet costume with you know red leather that you know was supposed to be symbolic of children's lives. <laughs> oh, I can feel the wrath. I can feel the wrath of God. And when this is over. They'll say, I thought it was our program, and but it's all the wrath of God. It's all what God thinks. It's all God. Yeah. That is correct. So that's that's it for today. I'm sorry, my friends. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Did I do that? Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. I I, I was going to play a song and then and go, and then I hit the mute. I've done that to you before, and you know. But here, you're not going to miss anything because here we go again. All right, guys. For us, okay. Let me stand up as the chief of sinners. You know, bad attitude, anger issues, um, you know, uh, feeling sorry for myself, um, you know, um, you know, uh, things like, you know, doing harm, you know, being discouraged, you know, being controlling, as I said, trying to control stuff. No, 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 no. 
that goes for everyone on my crew too. You guys, all of us have to really keep an eye on that because that's, that's how people go down. And we know that. And, you know, some people I know even gotten off social media. I think I'm going to join them because I've, my behavior there has been atrocious as well. And, um, in the sense that, uh, of, of allowing a distraction, which I assure you I'm going to make a real effort not to be, you know, distracted. Although I have another project here. I got to get on it like now. And so I'll be gone anyway. Hopefully everything will be all right. You know, I don't know when there'll be another, I know it was going to be a series on this Davos thing. And, um, Probably people won't be talking about it yet. I, I'm not sure. Is this next, next week? Is it? Is it today? Are they there this week? Okay, so... Well, they'll be talking about it. If you're Maria Bartiromo and everyone likes her because I'm a you know financial guy, I look at, uh, you know, all the financial markets and I, you know, I've got an armchair economist. Um... I, if I were Maria Bartiromo, I wouldn't go to Davos. I wouldn't have anything to do with it. But a lot of the guests on her show, uh, you know, are they're players. And they're going to fly in there in their airplanes. Now they're dick measuring contests and everything else. Oh, yeah, you can just count on that. And then Klaus is going to go up there and start talking and act like he's a capitalist. And then everyone's going to feel like, oh, wow, the future looks great. And it, it's never going to be a self-exposing thing. You know, though, from the private conversations, he said, we are the rulers of the earth, meaning him and his, you know, cronies and, you know, that little network, okay? That network we call Davos, just as a euphemism, just as a, uh, as a moniker, just as a, um, you know, an appellation, you know, a, a name, a name-calling. You know, Davos, and that means, though, uh, all connected to that... Um, network and uh it's funny if you pulled the bank accounts of the people at davos the whole world would be probably you know at economics end at economy's end sorry economy's end and you you know but that that doesn't matter to god you know if you lose wealth makes money if you lose your health you can get back to health you know, just, it's not on you. You are not the controller. You are not God. Now, if you don't believe in God, and I'm not here to minister to you at all, I'm not even telling you to repent because I don't, I don't, you know, know whether he wants you, he doesn't want you. I don't know. All I can tell you is this. If you're not of God, you would do the opposite. I guess you try to, you need to play God then. And, you know, play the game and, you know, go make your billions of dollars and, you know, then try to defend it. So they're having conferences about the little people <laughs> and how the little people are really now becoming a threat because they wouldn't listen to us. Now they look like they're getting hostile. What do we do? They're actually concerned this week and this weekend and next weekend, whatever it is. They're concerned about their security because of you little people. I don't have the I don't have the nerve to tell them though that you're not a threat. Well, you should be. <laughs> Everyone should be. 
Especially when your babies are starving, you should say something. You shouldn't just go ahead and die. Right? If you have the one last thing you can say on the earth, you know, God says you should have your faith and act by faith. You should walk by faith, make decisions of what to do, what to say, what not to say, based on faith. So I can speak the way I speak because it's a real thing. And when, if they ever start worrying about me, which they won't, they're going to look in the mirror and see their own lives have just fallen apart. And no matter what they do, their hair is falling out, their faces are falling down, people are dying, uh, their bank accounts are going, you know, things are just, they, they thought they had control over all that. Looks like they got control over nothing. Zero. Everything in the financial world is controlled by God. But God will allow them to think they're in command. Yes. And they fall hard. But if they fall, you know, we all fall in a certain ex- to a certain extent. Right? It's, just, it's like the uh, 2008, we had the uh, home mortgage uh, derivatives where they bundled billions and billions of dollars of failed mortgages into... Uh, you know, uh, 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 into um, instruments called derivatives. And people would buy them on the market. (laughs) And then they found out that everything in those folders, (laughs) hundreds and thousands of home mortgages, were worthless. And then the next thing you know, there was an economic drop and Bush and his, his guy, remember... Tony, was it Tony? Yeah, you know, the, the financial guy that, that Bush had. He was on his knees, literally, before Congress, begging them to bail him out. To, In other words, be- begging them to take your money to bail out Bush and what happened, and that led to the uh, election of Barack Obama. Do you remember the... Well, there's a good movie you can see on it. I believe it's called 99 Homes. And then there's another one. There's one more that, that follows a guy that uh, invented those derivatives, that invented that instrument that the banks were all so excited about. <laughs> yeah! Let's turn that lemon into lemonade, buddy. Oh, man. Yeah, that should have wiped us all out. That should have been the end of 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 the end. That should have been nuclear war prelude right there. Boom. Gone. Uh, meaning that nukes, nukes always, were always planned to be the cleanup. Um, to silence all the disgruntled people, right? Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, um, 99 Homes. And I believe that it had Michael Shannon in it, if I'm not mistaken, the great actor Michael Shannon, who does not like Trump. So if you ever see him, don't say anything nice about Trump or he'll... He'll, he might stab you. And, uh, oh, he wouldn't get in trouble. He was picked by Cloud. Who's the other guy? What was the other one? It was Christian Bale. He played part of the guy on Wall Street, came up with this concept. And, um, shit, that was probably one of the best things he ever did. Um, what's the name of that? Um, Anybody? Well, 99 Homes is, a, is a, easy as a no-brainer. 
Christian uh, Bale, Christian Antichrist Bale, Antichrist Bale. My God, everyone, they worship him like some genius. Antichrist Bale. I've got Antichrist Male. Antichrist Bale. Uh, let's see. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Uh, oh, God. The Big Short 2015. Now, I, I, you know, it, it, it's got a high rating already, but I give that a 10 out of 10. And this 99 Homes, let's see. So the Big Short, uh, the guys at the Genius, you know, amazing. The guys that did it really knew their stuff. And then the other one is 99 Homes. Wow, look at the progress he's made already. Who? Benson. I uh, know he's shredding that rope. He is. Okay, so 99 Homes came out in 2014. Wow, fairly prodigious years there. Uh, Michael Shannon is the lead actor. Anyone worrying about my cognition, you'll realize that's ridiculous. And let's see what else there is to say about 99 Homes. It was a little more of a commie approach. Michael Shannon, he always looks so serious. Lex Luthor. Michael Shannon, Shannon, Michael, Michael Corbett Shannon, born in 1974, and he knows the world. Um, I don't know that there's anything to say about it. I just remember it being, you know, it was like, okay, so if you watch them back to back, you know what, I may watch them back to back. Because if you watch, uh, what I would do is I'd, I'd watch... I think I'd probably go for the for the Christian Bale one first. And I wouldn't recommend that for anyone unless you know a little something about Wall Street, because otherwise, you know, I, you know, when it when it gets a little technical, it can get boring. It does get technical at times, but it's not boring to me. Then ninety nine homes to see the more human approach. You see these like secretaries that own four homes. You know, they own four mansions, right? They're on some kind of a mansionathon, and uh, you know, there's something wrong with it. You know, oh. You like this house? Oh, I love it. All right. Uh, you know, here's your mortgage. And it's like, I don't have any income. Oh, don't worry about that. We, we, we got it taken care of. Remember that subprime mortgages? Do you remember that, folks? That was George, you, your buddy, hey, Republicans. George W. Bush, your big favorite. He's a big Christian and he likes to paint. A gift from God. Wow. And, you know, uh, so all this came out years after Barack Obama took, took over, which was 2008. What they were grooming Obama for is they wanted him to be the Antichrist. And Oprah Winfrey was all in. She was saying, yeah, he's the one. He's the Messiah. Yeah, they were all just, just, just aching to have their Messiah. And then he, Obama was a big disappointment. Then we got Trump, who... Uh, uh, you know, killed it economically, but he went off the cliff with the uh, Pfizer, Moderna, all that crap. He went right down the tubes. And then we had, uh, you know, um, this. Uh, I I wouldn't even, I don't even know what it is. It's not a president. It's like some kind of like a semi-cyborg robot uh, <laughs> handled by doctors. And 
he says things and he he goes and they, they put him away and he bring him out and it's really pretty disgusting. I, I um but it's what America deserves, I think. I think America had a chance in two thousand one to address the issue. Didn't do it. No cojones. And then uh you know, we got to uh remember Bush's Gulf War. So Daddy had his Gulf War in two in like you know, 10 years earlier, 1990 or so. Remember, that was the first Gulf War, Saddam Hussein. And then, you know, America had finally won the war, and then it told General Schwarzkopf, they pulled him off, off he was like killing everything on the road to Basra. Anything, anything that moved was getting, you know, like, you know, was getting, you know, detonated. And, and, then, and then Bush Sr. told him to knock it off. And then we can't just have a devastating victory here. And so you knew it was like all handled. So it's like, okay, now America's going to call these people out. You know, Skull and Bones, you know, Yale University, all this, like, you know, these uh, privileged fuckers. They're going to call them out. It didn't happen. So then Baby Bush got in there. And not to be outdone, he came up with shock and awe. Remember that? <laughs> 2003? How could I forget? That's where Prophecy Wars was going on. Remember Prophecy Wars? I know, well, I know Charles remembers. I know that uh, Frankie remembers. I know that uh, Govinda remembers. He, he was really young back then. But anyway, yeah, that was a pretty wild time. Then that morphed into, uh, you know, shock and awe, you know, the, the, the boys, you know, like, you know, the, 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 you know, Cheney, Rumsfeld, you know, these guys are it's so corrupt that it's beyond any, any, anything. Well, I believe Kathy O'Brien and her testimony. I can tell you that right now. That just, you know, really totally, um, you know, was written from the heart, from truth. Uh, her testimony about these guys on, you know, playing the most dangerous game. Most Dangerous Game was a, a novel that uh, is, you know, the, they've done several Hollywood movies of it. It's about hunting humans. And uh, it was begun in Europe with hunting clubs where they would get peasants like out of uh, Paris, France, or somewhere. And they have a whole bunch of peasants that keep underground the catacombs. And then they'd let them go some full noon night. And then the, then the hunting dogs and the hunt was on and the hunt was for humans. And they would, uh, you know, slay them all and then have their uh, toasts and whatnot. That's your world. They do anything they want to do. And they want to do the most depraved thing they can think of or even imagine. Uh, figuring that you're too powerless to do anything about it. But if you pray, you got power. A lot of the good things you see happening right now are because people have prayed. Amen. But not enough. You see, it doesn't help if, like, you know, you're Mr. World, and then you go to church, and then you pray. Would I rather pray with you or pray with one of my listeners? One of my listeners. I wouldn't want to pray with, a, you know, someone that's all hooked up in every which way using church to make a date with the neighbor's wife, on top of that being conformed to the world, on top of that being antichrist, on top of that then, you know, twice a week saying praise Jesus. I mean, I'm not going there. 
You think God would even answer your prayer for any reason whatsoever? When something good happens to you, it might be because someone else prayed for you, or just because sometimes good things happen, but maybe not as a result of you, lest you would boast, and then you will boast, and if you do boast, then suddenly it gets taken away again. (laughs) And I'm going to get out of here now. God bless you. It, uh, it, um, well, thank God it's Sunday. We got a chance to get ready for the next week. Uh, when you hear that the people of Davos are worrying in the news, don't take that too much to heart. No, I know they're worried, but not, not what they're saying in the news is not going to be ever accurate because the news people do not acknowledge there is any God or there is any other way or there is anything else besides your wall, the stones, your dog, your toast, your honey, your blah, 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 blah. And when you listen to stuff like that, you become blah, 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 blah. Good day. And God bless.
angry And your way will lead to your destruction His wrath can flare up in a moment Blessed are all who take refuge in Him Why do the nations conspire And the kings plot in vain The kings of the earth rise up And the rulers band together Against the Lord and against His anointed The one in heaven, He laughs at them The Lord scoffs at them Rebukes them in 